Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, good morning, good night, my friend. How are you doing up there in Los Angeles, California? Hey, we are in, we love that song because we are in a modern day holy war. We choose our music very intentionally, folks. And uh, we had that song playing long before we had that uh, Islamo-Judeo-Christian conflict in the Middle East. But uh, anyways... David, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Good to see you, buddy. Nice uh, to see welcome. You. Welcome, everybody uh, around the world listening to the Rant and Rave podcast. We always appreciate you checking in countries. with us. We're up to 13 countries on the Rant and Rave mm-hmm. podcast now. Yeah, keep it coming. Do we have New Zealand yet? Because one day I really want to go see where the, uh, they filmed I'll, a little I'll have range. to check that. We, have, we might have four <laughs> people down there. I'm not sure. I got four. Okay. I, I'll have to check that out. There, it may be three sheep and one person. I'm not sure. But, yeah. I'll, I'll take the sheep. That's okay. okay. All right. Um, hey, a lot's going on in the world. Um, we have begun the cycle of the comeback. All right. 2024. The comeback begins in Iowa. Ground zero. I heard it's very cold. Very but cold. they got the caucuses all set. Um, yeah. I've heard, unlike previous cycles... DJT uh, T's team has very had been very involved with getting. It's a little different in Iowa how they yeah. set up that that first thing. It's well, you got to have the caucus members yeah. exactly. And uh, do you think the icy cold temperatures will prevent anybody from coming out to vote for uh, Trump uh, this Tuesday? Well, I'm glad you phrased the question the way you did because it won't prevent a single Trump supporter from coming out. I've heard so much from on the ground there, Dave Intel in Iowa, other people connected to the Donald Trump campaign. Um, and many others. Look, people will walk over hot coals and burning nails to cast their vote for Trump, given the Biden overlay with the communist regime that's in place right now. Nikki Haley and DeSantis, hey, if it's five below, I'll be staying home watching Netflix. That's pretty much the answer. (laughs) And uh, once again, this puts a little uh, thorn in the side of all you global warming people out there who believe (laughs) we're having record cold temperatures again. Yeah. Um, so, so much for that. Now, if you're uh, really a cons- now, now, if you're something that we're not, <laughs> if you're really a conspiracy theorist, they some people have speculated that, and this is not, uh, you know, crazy. I mean, the military and others have been experimenting with weather manipulation for the better part of 50, 60 years, including the CIA. Some people, Dave, not us, but some people are saying, <laughs> here we go. That this cold, this this is the coldest it's ever been in the state, and it came out. It kind of came out of nowhere. Like if you look at the weather patterns, nobody really expected it, and it just all of a sudden came up right before the caucuses. Just saying, I don't know. Maybe something was created. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not. <laughs> say, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's a, it's it's talked about yeah, right. out there. All of a sudden, there's a lot of snow. Um. Anyway, uh, we hope the good people of Iowa do the right thing. I know they will. Uh, they're thinking Trump's going to win fifty-one to fifty-five percent, correct? And the uh, the rest of the uh, the flock will uh, pick up the scraps. Keebler at elves, the end. Keebler, the Keebler elves. Which there's only elves. a couple left. There's only like three of them left. Yeah, there's really only three Keebler elves. We haven't even talked. Chris Christie obviously bowed out. He's a complete yeah. fat loser. Got caught on the hot mic saying, you know, Nikki Haley, bird brain. We call her bird brain here on the show. She's she's completely oh. gone. She's dead. And you got Ron D. Santis, who's got his own problems now in Florida with lots of stuff imploding. Uh, in Florida. Yeah. So look, he, he'll be out by after New Hampshire. He'll bow out. Um, the donor class will keep Haley alive until Trump's won probably four, five, six states, and then she'll bow out. Yeah, but uh, this is the beginning. So um, the train is moving, and I, I just hope everybody gets on the train. Cause the get Trump, on the Trump once train. A, once the Trump train leaves the station, yeah. you better get on or you're going to be left by the wayside. Well, brother, <laughs> I got some news for you. It left the station in 2016, and it's still going. It never <laughs> it's stopped. Going. We got we got we won the last election. We didn't close, but we won. You know, rigged election, stolen. We all know it. And we're going to talk a little bit about this in the show today, but about some examples of that. 
Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, so anyway, that, that that's going to be great. We uh, the next podcast we will uh, give you our uh, response to what happens in Iowa, and I, yeah. I'm I'm thinking only good things. Um, hey, let's let's jump to the uh, one of the big uh, worldwide uh, news stories that just really just happened within the last two days. They had a big important election in Taiwan. Yeah, and why it's important because we all know the CCP wants to. They would love to get their grubby hands on it. Yeah, um, they've been going back and forth for centuries. Uh, I think the election more or less went our the way we wanted it to. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. And a little bit of backdrop just for folks who may not be following, following this stuff every day like we kind of do. So Taiwan is just as, if not more important to the Chinese Communist Party in mainland China as Hong Kong was. So when they took over Hong Kong, they had a they had kind of a gift because that was statutory. Right. There was a specified handover time from Britain to give back Hong Kong. Um, on a timeline. And basically now the CCP has communized Hong Kong, right? I mean, it's, you know, everyone's under surveillance, control, cameras. They keep the markets moving, but it's kind of like the same. It's like the Shanghai or the Beijing market index. They're all about 80 plus percent of all the uh, capital markets entities on those exchanges are what they call GSEs. They're government sponsored entities. They're government controlled, government backed entities in terms of market cap. So we now get to Taiwan. Why is every why does the CCP want Taiwan? Well, ninety percent, nine zero percent of the world's microchips are made on the island of Taiwan, either through Taiwan Semiconductor or a number of other companies that operate there. If China was to take over uh, Taiwan in an aggressive, um, you know, aggressive tactical kinetic move. You would see, I predict, you would see the stock markets drop by 25% or more. Silicon Valley would, would seize up uh, and everything would implode because, I mean, microchips are in everything, right? I mean, everybody knows they're in your phones, your fridge, your car, they're in everything. So you'd have massive disruptions in the supply chain and CCP would control all of that. So that's the backdrop, which is why Taiwan is so critically important. We can never, ever let Taiwan fall into the CCP's hands. So this was a great victory, Dave, for... Mm-hmm. The uh, the ruling party candidate, this is the guy who's the most outspoken against the CCP, the most aligned with the Lao Beijing, which is the that's the that's the majority class of the basically just think of those Lao, Lao Beijing like deplorables in the U.S. OK, so that's the, the analogy. So it's basically of China's one point five billion people, one point three billion are the Lao Beijing, 200 million are the ruling class. And that's basically the CCP and Beijing and the government entities and so forth. So a great win for them. The win was actually very decisive. I mean, he won, let me just get this right. I think it's 77% uh, of the uh, of the turnout. Uh, no, no, so, sorry, 75% of the country turned out. About 25 million people live in Taiwan. 75% of the people turned out. And guess what, Dave? They only vote by paper ballot. There's no mail-in ballots allowed by federal law. Um, they hand count everything. There's no Dominion machines. Identification is required and signature verification is required. Hmm, does that sound familiar? Four things we're trying to get passed in the U.S. Mm. That's why we have fraud here in the U.S. And so there was no fraud there. Everything went well and a fantastic victory uh, for the conservative party in Taiwan. Well, that sure is positive to hear. Not only having a legitimately, uh, you know, run election. That's yeah. <laughs> we haven't had that in quite a long time over here. Yeah. yeah. But uh, getting that done because hey, if you if you got the CCP on your doorstep. You better, you better. Yeah. 
band together. And I'm sure there were some some corrupt politicians there that were fighting this guy. Uh, yeah, but no, I'm really happy to hear that because they no, they're going to have the, the next yeah. 12 months. They they could be. Te- here's the question: In the next 12 months before Trump takes over again, yeah. will Taiwan be tested militarily? That's a good question. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we'll have to. I, I don't think so. I, I think with this decisive a win, um, I, I don't. I, I'm, I, I was thinking that maybe a few months ago. I'm thinking less so now. Mm. But if you look around the world, Dave, this is like the 2015 lead up to the 2016 Trump election. You had Brexit. You had a conservative wave sweeping the world. And then you had communistic, radical Marxist policies try to take over for the last three or four years. And what's happened as a result? You got Argentina, huge conservative victory. Hungary, huge conservative victory. Even Germany moving that direction. Italy, uh, Holland. We talked about Holland the last time. The Netherlands. And now we've got Taiwan. I mean, we are on a march. We are ascendant, Dave. The the conservative Trump movement is absolutely ascendant. I'm feeling more in the driver's seat now than I've ever felt in the past year or two. Quick sideline to that. We all know that thousands of Hezbollah members have now infiltrated our country as mm-hmm. part of the Islamic Jihad. Right. Do you think there's a possibility they would launch any kind of attack between now and next November? Yes. Uh, strategically, are they going to think, well, do we want to do that? Would that actually uh, uh, you know, improve the Democrats' chances or would yeah. they want to wait? <laughs> you know, what I, I'm sure they're all thinking about it, yeah, right? Yeah, wait till Trump's in power and then do it. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting question. Do you do it before and foment chaos, panic, and fear? Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, Dave, and it's actually, I think it's the right point, uh, you would basically underscore why Trump is needed and why Trump has to come in and create even a more overwhelming victory because Biden with his porous borders, Northern and Southern, 6 million in now, 15 million by the time he's out. Um, yeah, so I do I think they're gonna try? Yes, do I think it's gonna be massive? I hope not, um, but you know, look, we're, we're on alert. Hezbollah has been making some movements. Um, you might get the odd, you know, kind of lone wolf type thing like San Bernardino a few years ago. Um, hard to say, hard to say. Good yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, hey, um, speaking of Potato Head's uh, uh, drug-addicted son. Yeah. <laughs> it's any other way you who's want to like, put Who's that. just like, and when he shows up on, in Congress, right, right, he's just like, oh, woe is me. Oh, you're unfit, you know. And then you got, to, you know, a PhD there, phony fake doctor, Jill Biden. Oh, oh, you're just attacking him. You're making him look bad. Uh, Jill, uh, notice to self, uh, the porn videos with underage Asian women on his laptop, that kind of made him look bad. Not what we're doing to him in Congress. Yeah, well, you got to take away all my fun lines right there. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was, I mean, sure, it was certainly right out of of the circus coming to town when um, he actually I think they actually thought this was going to be a PR victory but of course it imploded within minutes right when, when uh, you had great uh, Mace out there uh, Congresswoman Mace, Mace yeah. and then um, and then right when Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to start laying into him his whole they all got up from the, from where they were sitting and walked on out yeah so and then some I love how somebody's uh, yelling at him in the hallway hey well, what kind of crack do you use there Hunter do you have a certain brand that you like what kind of you know, what's the well, best then crack? Soon, and then as soon as MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene she she went she was going to dive right into the porn she was yes. going to dive right into all because they've seen those congress this stuff's not public yet but they've seen the skiffs they've seen all this material with him with the porn the trafficking of prostitutes across state lines from the ukraine that's a federal offense by the way yes. so that she was going to go right into that so as soon as she stood as soon as she got the mic he walked out 
Yeah, and I, I know we, we kind of think this is just kind of noise, but I think in, in, a, in a big picture kind of way, it does kind of yeah. affect, uh, you know, narrative is everything. And when you can, when even mainstream media now is having to admit, well, Joe Biden was aware that they received money and that there was a 10% kickback. Yeah. And the subpoenas, uh, yeah. you know, we have, we have Joe Biden repeatedly saying, oh, you're not allowed to, to, defy, to defy, right. uh, defy a subpoena. Which yeah. And which, of course, his son is doing uh, well, as Well, it's a federal speak. crime to do it. So, but the thing is, we have to get get guess who attorney general right merrick garland who's not going to do it he no. has to in order to if in order to criminally impose sanctions on defying a congressional subpoena the ag has to act he's never going to act not not until trump's back in office but right. at least i love i i sorry i just i love seeing it in the headlines so you know it's it's fun of none, nonetheless and the other yeah. circus that came to town um what was it late last year they finally released a, a lot of the epstein client uh, list yeah which Will it re- will it actually you know result in anybody oh going to jail? But you know hey, all the usual suspects were on there. We right. had Bill Clinton, we had Bill Gates, uh, yeah. Prince Andrew. Um, yeah. Yeah. Will anything come of that before Trump's no. in office? No, absolutely nothing. No, yeah. that's another one of those things. You listen to Steve Bannon on War Room long enough, Dave. You learn don't fall for the shiny objects. Focus on the signal, not the noise. Epstein, it's very titillating noise, but it's noise. It's not signal. Simple as that. Yeah, I still like hearing about it. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's, it's, it's titillating. It's titillating noise. And it definitely, we know well, why. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, people, just so folks at home understand, there's pretty good evidence to show that Epstein was a CIA asset. And they were collecting information on the most powerful people in the world to basically use as blackmail strategy with the most powerful CEOs and others in the world, government leaders and so forth. That I, I truly that, believe. Yeah. That's well. That's the the other uh, real reason why, beyond the titillization uh, of it all, that we know that uh, Epstein was knee deep in setting up the Clinton Foundation, for instance, worldwide. Yeah. But, so yeah. if and when they can actually release some of these documents yeah. and have it all tied together, especially to yeah. that scumbag Bill Gates, who's turning out to be a, yeah. a, a enemy number one, yeah. that would be the that would be something that might well, actually a cu- come come. A, a, cu- a couple of final points on Epstein. One, I think it's the fourth. It's only the first time in history we've used the word titillation four times in a show. So that's number one. <laughs> And then number two, uh, they actually did a second autopsy on this dude because of his brother, the Epstein brother, wanted a second autopsy done. And actually, I saw the pictures. The, the dude obviously wasn't – he didn't hang himself. The, 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 the pictures of his neck, those wounds are completely consistent with strangulation. That's not according to, to, to Rant and Ray. That's according to the, 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 uh, the guy, coroner who did the autopsy. So, I, Yeah, uh, I totally agree. I totally agree, <laughs> you know, and, right. and remember also how the uh, those cameras were turned off at just the right moment yeah. Yeah. when that Shocker. when that happened too. Yeah, of course. Um, hey, should we jump to Fanny Gate now? What Let's do you jump think? to Fanny Gate. Yeah. Well, should we educate people on Fanny? Just what we're talking about. These people even do they know about Georgia Fanny Fanny Willis? You want to do a thirty second primer? It's just just related to you know, this is one of the many cases that they're trying to uh, you know kind of take away yeah. the narrative about Trump running um, yeah. because they got nothing else. But yeah, this is the she's the Fulton County District Attorney down there in Georgia, right. uh, and this is related to the phone call trying to persuade um, yeah. uh, Raffensperger. Yeah. Yeah, to uh, oh, to, to find yeah. ten thousand more votes or whatever, right. And, right. and that whole nonsense, which is a n- complete nonsense. So I don't know, and it just shows you the the. The moral, uh, uh, 
depravity of these yeah. people and how they just don't care. They think they're all above the law. Yeah. And it just shows they're all knee deep in corruption and tomfoolery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and I just, this, I just, this is a great story. We've already talked about this. This could be a mini series already. This is a huge story, Dave. Let me, can I just, let me unpack this in four Here's some more unpacking. I'll let give me, you some let details me, let me, too. This, this is actually, people are just going to think, oh, you know, Atlanta, Fannie Willis, Georgia. Yeah, we know there was fraud. We'll move on to the next thing with my kids. No, this is a huge story. So let me just be very specific here. Four points. One, a guy named Nathan Wade, who was Fannie Willis's lead prosecutor in the Trump case, she, he had a sexual relationship with Fannie Willis. Okay, number one. Number two, that guy's law firm used funds paid by the county to take Willis on luxury vacations by using potentially fraudulent payments. Number three, that same guy, Nathan Wade, was appointed without requir the required approval by authorities, and he had little to zero prosecutorial experience. And finally, this is the kicker, Dave. Uh, well, first of all, Jim Jordan's now launched an investigation on o House Oversight Committee on all this stuff. But here's the kicker. Wade met twice. So Wade is the improper sexual relationship with Fannie Willis. He met twice with Joe Biden's White House in the Oval Office before indicting yes. Trump in August, this past August, calling into question if the White House coordinated prosecuting Biden's 24 political opponent. Of course he did. It's all there. It's all there. You just have to you have to do what we do for the show, connect the dots, knitting it all together. And those are those are inextricably linked facts. This is so juicy, um, and I think this whole thing is, is imploding as we speak. So here's Fanny. She she obviously also coordinated with the White House. Okay, I'll be your attack dog. Make up this story, and I'll I'll give you the, you know the green pass on this one. Right. So here she said, um, "Hey, I think this Nathan Wade guy is kind of attractive." Um, they hook up. They start going on lavish yeah. vacations yeah. because yeah. he yeah. his financial uh, uh, I'm sorry his uh, legal. Uh, whatever you want to call it, his department, got yeah. a lot of money, like 15, in the millions. Dave, $15 million, 14.6 million. to be exact, from, guess who, the federal government, you, the, federal the government. taxpayers. Yeah. So tons of money pours into Wade's office. She hooks up with him. They start yeah. having uh, going to the Bahamas, relations, checking things going out. Going to the Bahamas, yeah. getting having all these, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And meanwhile, you know, a lot of people got taken down by that by this indictment. Remember all the, the um, sure. Trump's... Uh, I've, don't know the names offhand, but all, all the people connected with with uh, with Donald Trump, they all they got burned. Sure, I mean they got. We're talking bankruptcy. You know, uh, Giuliani's yeah. still in trouble for for his uh, right, in, right. you know uh, related to all that stuff. But anyway, yeah, um, you laid out those those uh, the connection very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene has also filed a complaint. Oh, yeah, against she's all over it. I think that I think Hill. the main takeaway for folks on this story, Dave, obviously yeah. from a Trump fifty thousand foot perspective, there's massive lawfare going, and they and Mark Elias on the Democratic side who knows this, this that's just one attack line out of like three dozen. Whether it's uh, whether it's um, you know special counsel Jack Smith, whether it's take him off the ballot, whether it's all these individual states screwing around with DAs and stuff like that, Fannie Willis. Letitia James in New York with a civil fraud case. Uh, oh, by the way, two DEI black uh, black women, two DEI hires as either attorney general or, or, or district attorney. So they were perfect, perfectly mm. placed pigeons, useful idiots to use in this master process. This one's going to go away. There's obviously a bunch of others still in play. This one's going to go away very yeah. quietly, given all this information. Uh, this one will be juicy, and this will all kind of, uh, you know, dovetail into our favor. But also, more importantly, 
why hasn't Brian Kemp, for the love of God, please? I mean, if he has even an ounce of integrity, why isn't he getting up there and saying, "Hey, as the governor of Georgia, I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can yeah. to uh, to plaster her against the wall as well, and to bring her and her corrupt uh, boyfriend Nathan Wade, by the way, who dumped who." Totally left uh, a wife and kids, yeah, <laughs> abandoned. Because sure. that's what they so they can go on their lavish yeah. uh, uh, trips to the Bahamas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to see Kemp step up. Yeah, I gave up on Raff. Raff I forget the guy's name. Raffensperger, yeah. the attorney, the attorney yeah. uh, secretary of state down there. He's he's just a worthless pig at this point. Yeah, totally. But um, I can't wait to see this unravel, dude. Hey, dude. Look, at the end of the day, no moral compass, no direction, no God, no faith, no center line. These people are all off course, and that's the reason why. Let me move over if I can. We have a few other kind of cool stories we want to cover for you, everyone at home today. That's kind of, again, just sort of props up the theme of our second show of the week, which is really how radical Marxists are intentionally destroying America. Dave, this is over on Fox News. San Francisco School District provides teachers with materials to teach students about Israeli terrorism. So, Dave, this is classic deep left, mm. radical left San Francisco Unified School District. They're basically teaching kids the opposite of what's really going on. So as we know, all know over there, those kids go through madrasas. They learn how to kill Israelis. They learn about his, the Jews are bad and so on and so forth. This school district in San Francisco is supporting and teaching the same line of thought as what the madrasas in the radical Islamic sects over there are teaching. This is in downtown San Francisco, Dave. So when we talk about how, oh, there's commie, you know, they've been talking about this for decades, how any time uh, somebody uh, of our political per persuasion says, oh, there's a, you know, the communists are taking over and they're trying to brainwash our, well, brainwash our kids. Uh, there it is. Yeah. I mean, what they're else? Doing it's, it. it's so out it's in the open now. They're not it's hiding a, it. This is on Fox News, which is, by the way, news for stupid people. Don't watch it, please. I just happen to see this online. But I mean, yeah. this is this is out. This is in the mainstream media. Yeah. This is this is the uniparty news. This is out there. So this is nothing crazy. Between that and the and the the gender switching uh, garbage in in the school libraries, yeah, what what a mess. But yeah, there it is. Yeah, no, we're, there it is. There it is. That I wonder why there's so many so much anti-Semitism running around now. Well, there you go, ground zero. Well, speaking of uh, gender switch, actually, no, go ahead. Yeah, take it on. Yeah, no, I was I was going to jump to Germany. This has been one of our favorite stories oh, yeah. of the last few Farmers. weeks. Farmers, yeah, yeah. So this has been going on for months, but it's now reaching a pinnacle in Germany of all places. So this really began, remember, in the Netherlands with the farmers. Right. So um, there has been the footage, you guys, please go check it out online. The footage of the German farmers with miles of tractors millions and trailers. Of, millions of people. Millions, <laughs> millions of people. Millions of people protesting. because they finally have had enough. They're done. They've had a belly full of it. They're done. Yeah, so these have been massive week-long protests over the regulations and the taxes and the and the fact that hey, the euros in the the euro uh, global leaders, if you want to put it that way, or scumbags is the way I'd put it, yeah. over there in uh, at, in Davos. Okay, they they don't want the farmers to even be able to grow food anymore. They're doing everything they can. Hey, right. you know all those pigs and, yeah, cows, and cows you're raising, gas, all nah, that uh, crap. Yeah, yeah it's leading to global global climate change. Global, all that. It's all crap. They just want to control your food supply. They want to control the health, control the food supply. That's why Gates has bought a quarter million acres of land. Right. By the way, I learned the other day, Dave, who's the second largest private landowner in the United States behind Gates? Who owns mm. a quarter million, two hundred thousand acres? It's a Chinese Communist Party official, right. government official. Yes. We got we got to, we got to turn the we got to turn that around. Yeah, um, the the Arkansas governor has been very good about that. It's all uh, about controlling that, the food reversed. supply. All this stuff is it's got one objective: yeah. controlling what you eat. Exactly. So that's another reason why. I mean, you you can imagine what a tough life any farmer has had ever, and yeah. especially nowadays where you have your profit margins are, are super thin, 
And every time this, these uh, you know, bureaucrats get in your way and tell you, oh, you can't, you have to have a, uh, maybe an electric vehicle for a tractor. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's not going to work. So, so we wish the uh, – check out the footage, you guys. We wish the German farmers the best. We hope – hey, we hope that translates into voting correctly, which means get, get rid of the globalists and put in some more populist leaders. Totally, Dave. Hey, look, I'm over on Gateway Pundit, another one of our favorite publications I would suggest people go to. A little local shout-out victory here on the trans-LG uh, topic. San Diego area whistleblower teachers reinstated, Dave, after they were placed on leave. Forget this refusing to lie to parents about students' no. gender transitions. So, folks, if this is not a wake-up call that the state and the government and the administrative state and the bureaucracy want to control your kids, I don't know what is. So these are teachers that basically took a stand, took a very brave stand. They were not. They were basically fired, put on leave for refusing. They, those kids were brainwashed through the LGBTQ mechanisms and TikTok and the like to start a gender transition surgically and the parent uh, sorry the teachers were aware of this at school these two teachers these two conservative fighters and they refused to lie to the parents about it they told them the truth mm -hmm. the school the school put them on leave these parents sued uh the school school the, sued the school district and uh, uh sorry sued the state um and this uh, two days ago a federal judge ruled in their favor thank god Oh, man. Uh, well, we began to take over the school boards again the last election cycle. We need to continue that, obviously. And that's yeah. it. it there's, there's, these are little elections that are held, you know, in your in your in your towns. You have to start becoming more involved or get your kids out of the public school system for heaven's yeah, sake. One or the other. Because they, they are, or they are demonic. Them. Yeah, exactly. Homeschool them. Um, speaking of DEI and other nonsense, um, you can file this story under duh. <laughs> Army staff has is baffled. By sharp decline in white recruits in the last five years. Yes. Gee, I wonder why. Yes. So we, we know that military recruitment has just dropped off a cliff yeah. um, since Biden took over because zero respect for the military personnel and yep. pushing this uh, this DEI, anti-white, oh, LGBTQ, anti LGBTQ nonsense. All, of, all the letter nonsense, yeah. All the other nonsense. And now they're wondering why there's been a, you know, almost a 50% decline yep. uh, year over year in the last, uh, actually began at the end of Trump's administration, but certainly it's, it's accelerated now. So it's, it's, it's absurd now. Uh, the, um, I think if you have two arms and two legs now, they'll let you in as long as you are a gay yeah, uh, black lesbian, hundred percent, or illegal. They want the illegals now. Have you heard of that? The Biden, yeah. Biden. No, this one of the, uh, literally a senate. I think it was. I forget the senator, but there was a, a legitimate senator on the Democratic side, left hand side, who said, "Why don't we just get all the illegals to sign up to serve in our military?" Oh, that's great. That's a great idea. And they can work. Let's for get, let's get Mohammed over there from they, Syria. Yeah, He'll Muhammad, who just came in. We don't know who he yeah. is, he, and he can work for Rachel Levine. He doesn't know whether it's a who she's a boy <laughs> or a girl. You know exactly. That's a that's a great recipe for protecting the people of the United States. Absolutely, Dave. I'm over here. Here at the Western Journal, um, uh, just a little quick two-way Second Amendment update here for folks. So Washington Democrats move to declare using ammunition as a privilege, quote-unquote, and to implement steep new taxes. So obviously, the Second Amendment protects 
uh, the right to keep and bear arms. But the question for them is, how do you define arms? Uh, they think it's only actually the pistol or rifle or weapon itself. And so they're looking to redefine ammunition. So ammunition is not defined under the Second Amendment. So they can impose like radical, huge taxes on the ammo, which, of course, are part of our, there's already been plenty of Supreme Court precedent on this, where, where bullets and ammunition are part of the whole arms as defined under the Second Amendment. So just another way, Dave, that they are trying to nitpick and take away every single right that we have in the Bill of Rights. Oh, my goodness. Um, they will stop at nothing. Hey, um, Boeing's been in hot uh, water the last oh, yeah. few days. Boeing, okay. Alaska. So, yeah, I was just flying yeah, to San so, Francisco. <laughs> the door blew off. I tell you about that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Alaska Airlines 737-9 max door plug blew out. All yeah. right. Now, I don't know about you. We've had a lot of great technological uh you know, great things that we've we've done the last few years, but yet we can't build an airplane door correctly anymore, apparently. Yeah. So uh, they're in hot water. Uh, they're, of course, had to go into defensive mode. Like, oh, we're going to do everything. And, uh, you know, the FAA, FAA is all over us. I'm thinking this also has something to do with their people that they are hiring to build their planes. Sure. And yeah. I'm just going to go with me for a second here because I, I, I really it. think that we, yeah. you know, this whole affirmative action push, this yeah. whole push that we have to have a certain amount of uh, females and blacks um, flying our airplanes. They're yeah. so proud of the fact yeah. that they have an all-female flight crew. Or, you know, I don't know if it's just you or me, but if I'm going to have, like, say, oh, I don't know, open-heart surgery, I want to have somebody who has, you know, 20, 30 years of experience. Same yeah. with my uh, – who's going to fly my plane? Right, totally. I mean, you <laughs> Dave, are you I, telling me you don't want Karine Jean-Pierre doing cardiac surgery on you? Is that what you're telling Yeah, just because – so in other she's words – LGBTQ first yeah. ever or whatever? Yeah, something like that. So, you know, and it also ties into so many other uh, things that have been happening around the country. We've talked about the uh, trains that have been derailed. And processing plants that have blown up. I think oh, this is all kind of connected. Plants. That we're we're putting too many people, yeah. incompetent people, yeah. in positions of power. Yeah, and it now is going to have real life yeah. consequences no, when we're not even building planes correctly anymore. D Dave, I'll give you two. No, you're absolutely spot on, Dave, with that comment. I'll give you two specific examples. One is the Alaska door blowing off. And by the way, the company that makes those doors for Alaska, they've been embroiled in a lawsuit over quality issues at their plant for several years. Mm. And the reason why all this is happening is not just DEI. And, and pushing the alternative stuff. It's bureaucracy. That's the reason why Elon Musk has a private company that can land a, a jet. He can land a rocket on a ship in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, like that's 20 feet wide, and we can't do anything. Second example on the DEI front, there was a recent case in Texas of a private airline pilot trying to land, and the Air Force Control Tower, who was a DEI hire, uh, LGBTQ, black woman, Basically, I don't have all the specs up on, the, on that story in front of me, but I can remember most of it. Basically, was arguing. This guy was like a 20-year experienced private pilot in Texas. She, she's in the control tower, Dave, and she's arguing with him about how to land, where to land, what to do under certain conditions. He's like, no, I'm not going to listen to you and land on that runway. That's stupid. That That is not – if I land on that runway, that's going to create some problems. I know this whole area very well. Where So it just shows you that you're right. This is stuff is polluting – and infiltrating every single aspect of what we do. And they would rather, I know they would, they would rather have planes go down and people get killed in the name of DEI and equality and equity as long as we were pushing that radical message. That is a price they are willing to pay. 
A lot of the air traffic controllers have reported numerous close calls over the last couple of years, and it only is increasing. So when I mentioned about technology, it's not it's not having to do with the, the best machines, best technology. You got to have the right people in place, and that means hiring people that are best qualified, not because of the, their skin color. Absolutely. Dave, great to see you this week. Folks, thanks for listening at home. We really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to our Rant and Rave podcast. And uh, don't forget to check us out on all your podcast platforms of choice. We're out there everywhere. And on social media, we are at Rant and Rave 1776. And as always, Dave, we'll see you down the road and everybody else always on the right side.